Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Hello everyone, this is Main Menu for the 1st of April 2016. I am your co-host Jason Castanguay. This is an absolutely packed show, so I'm not going to talk very much, but I'm very excited because in our efforts to reach out to more companies and get more voices on the program, Jeff Bishop has graciously zipped all over that CSUN 16 exhibit hall and... We hear from American Printing House for the Blind, National Braille Press, Baum, Hymns, uh, I'm forgetting some of the others, but you will hear all of that coverage. So as to provide a little break in the middle, you will hear from Janine Stanley as she gives us some quick tips regarding TapTapC and Uber, and then we finish up with the rest of the CSUN coverage. Also, I want to announce that KNFB Reader is having a sale from the 1st of April to the 5th of April on their app. So you might want to check that out. It's $84.99 instead of $99.99, I believe. Also, we're very excited to have recorded an interview with Winston Chen regarding the release of Voice Dream Reader for iOS version 4.0, which occurred yesterday, March 31st. Unfortunately, we couldn't fit it into this show, so it'll appear next week. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Bishop with ACB Radio's Main Menu Program, and I'm here at CSUN 2016 with Mike from Humanware. How's it going, Mike? Good morning, Jeff. I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm doing really great. We got here early, and uh, so it's a little quiet here in the exhibit hall today. It is kind of so nice. Yeah, for a minute. But it won't <laughs> yeah. be long. No, you know? no, it won't be long at all. No, <laughs> I'm used to really loud noises. <laughs> That's and, right. Yeah. Well, you know, you guys uh, have come out with a new de- uh, device here. This new Android, you know, Braille tablet. And it's been taking the uh, show by storm. So I wanted to make you guys the first one that I stopped by and see. So tell me about this thing. Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, yes, we at Humanware this year, have, we're, we're launching a new Braille Note to add to our Braille Note family called the Braille Note Touch. And the Braille Note Touch is the first Braille tablet that has the Google Play Store. So what this is is a Braille tablet with 18 or 32 Braille cells. Okay. And it has a touch screen. Um, on the back, you have a USB port. You have an SD card slot, as well as an HDMI port to plug into a monitor. And for many, many years, we all know about Keysoft. So of what, course, yep. what Humanware has done with our Braille Note for many, many years is we've ran Keysoft. Everybody loves Keysoft. So we've taken that to a higher level, and we have now put Keysoft on the Braille Note Touch. And so the Braille Note Touch is running the same Keysoft that you know and love, utilizing right. all of the same keystrokes that you know. So this is the Android home screen then. You guys replaced the home screen with Keynote. We, we basically are using, rather than using like something like TalkBack or BrailleBack, exactly. we're using our Keysoft okay. suite of applications. Mm-hmm. So using first letter navigations to go from item to item sure. in, in the menus. Uh, if you're on a, a web page, using first letter navigation yep. to jump Get into links, links or and, buttons, uh-huh. yep. um, lists, those kind of things, check boxes. That's you can do great. that with first letter navigation. Also, um, 
this is using a new technology called touch braille. So as we braille, typically we lay all 10 fingers on a keyboard and we begin brailing. So you can lay all 10 fingers on the glass of the tablet. Oh, right. So this is like on the iPhone. Similar concept. It's like on the iPhone. The difference being that when you lay all 10 fingers on the device, it actually sees where your fingers are. It's doing finger recognition, so right. it knows where your fingers are. So it doesn't matter where so you, don't you need put to your calibrate. fingers on the screen. You do calibrate by laying all 10 fingers down. Right. But once it sees your fingers, then you're able to braille, and okay. it knows where your fingers are. Okay. And maybe for someone who has not, they're not used to typing on glass because it takes a minute to get used to, sure. we are including a Braille Touch smart case. So the tablet oh. goes into a case. Okay. And you can there's a there's a keyboard that looks very much like your Apex keyboard that people know and love that you can flip down and braille on the keyboard. And if you want to braille on the touch screen, you simply flip it back. Or if you have a teacher that needs to see what their students are doing, there's a visual display on the touch screen. And that comes with the unit? Yes. Oh, yes. Where a teacher can see what the students are brailing. Also, every document that you braille using keyword is now automatically being saved as a DOC, DOCX, or RTF file. RTF, okay. And all of your formatting is in that document, so you're not losing anything. Excellent. We're using Duxbury as our Braille translator, so okay. as you type, all of the Braille is being translated from grade two back to ASCII. And if you're reading a, a doc or a, a DOC file, we're, we're showing you the contracted Braille if you choose to see it on the Braille display. Um, <clears throat> we have complete... Play Store access. So yeah, any, I was going to ask you about this. Yeah, any third-party application that you want to download that is accessible. So if someone writes an Android app mm-hmm. and they write it with the accessibility criteria right. as they That's develop the key, it, right? That's that, the key that is thing. the key. It has to be an accessible app. So this is true of the iPhone as well, Absolutely. or Android tablets, or Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. But anyone who is using Android API accessibility when they write their application, it will work using Keysoft with all that first letter navigation oh, that we know great. about. Context sensitive help, so your space with H is still there. And then we've also included a context menu. So you can oh, press nice. a menu button or do a space with them to jump right into a context menu. So do you actually have a menu? I haven't actually seen the device yet. Um, yes, there are so, three so new buttons. buttons. We have our okay. same thumb keys that we have, mm-hmm. and then we have a back, a home, and a menu button. Okay. You can also have multiple applications opened at one time. So if you hold that menu button down, it takes you into to a recent applications, like on the iPhone when you do the app chooser, yep. where you can go in and choose the apps, and so you can very easily multitask. Okay. What version of Android is it running? It's running Android KitKat. Um, okay. We're using, okay. We're, yeah, we're using yep. a very stable app uh, Android system yep. to, to develop on. If you think about Android users, a lot of Android users are not running the very latest right, build. Lollipop. So, or, yes, like yeah. Lollipop. So, um, yeah, so, so, we're, so we're running it on, on, on KitKat. The other thing about the unit that I quickly want to mention is that we are going to be having a program at HumanWare called HumanWare Care. So if someone were to drop their unit oh, or it got great. damaged... So this is like Square Trade. Yes. So for if you, if you need to have your unit repaired, yeah. if you buy that HumanWare Care program, inside the unit where you stick your battery, yeah. there is an SD card. If you pull that SD card, it's a very specialized SD safe. card. Everything about the unit 
the entire operating system, all your settings, oh, all your great. files, everything is saved on that SD card. So you can simply take that SD card out of your unit, put it in, put it in the loaner that we sent you, and oh, that unit has now do become loaner, your own huh? unit. Oh. When your unit gets repaired, you send us back the loaner, put your SD card back in your unit. Nice. All the things that you've done while you've had the loaner is still there. That's fantastic. Everything is on that card. So we're very excited about that because it's going to allow students to not be without a unit for weeks. Right. Just a couple days, we're going to two-air ship you a unit. Okay. And you're good to go. So So what voices is it using? It's coming by default with HumanWare's... Um, we, we have a, a, an agreement with Acapello. Okay. So by default, you're getting Acapella Heather. Yep. But the nice thing about it is you, you can, can use download any voice Ivona, you, want. you can download Eloquence, Nuance, any, yeah. nuance anything. It's Android, so do, anything, get whatever you want. Anything that's on the Android on the Play Store, yep. go there, install it, and you're good to go with any synthesizer that you like. So there's no limits. So my guess is, uh, can you buy this on the Play Store? You can, yes. Yeah, yes. right. So you can go right to the you know Google Play Store and buy it. You can buy any app that you want to buy on no, the Google No, but I mean, you Play can buy Store. the device on the Google Play Store. You cannot right? buy the device on the Google Play Store. You cannot no. yet. Okay. No. You cannot okay. buy the device. But I'm happy to say that the device is selling for the same price as the Braille Note Apex. Okay. Which and, is how much? Uh, in the U.S., the Braille Note Apex 32 is $54.95. Okay. And the 18? A Braille Note 18 is $39.95. Yeah. And we are also offering a very attractive trade-in program. Okay. So if you're using a, a, a an earlier Braille Note, even going back to the Braille Note Classic. Wow. We're going to give you a very attractive trade-in price. That's great. Um, no matter if it's a Classic or an Apex, we're going to give you the same amount of money because, you know, you've been our loyal customer. Yep. We want you to upgrade and have the latest device. Yep. Uh, the Bromoot Apex, though, we are still going to be selling that. As well as if you have a competitive device and you want to upgrade to a Braille Note Apex, we also have an attractive trading program for that as well. That's great. Okay. And what's the battery life on the unit? Battery life is lasting, Jeff, from we're, we're, we're 8 to 10 hours. And it's a okay. charge with micro USB. You know, that's not bad considering a tablet. Yeah. I mean, it's about, it's about average, right? Absolutely. And yeah. uh, we're just excited. Oh, we're going to start great. shipping the device in May. Okay. And so we're just excited about the unit. Many consumers um, and teachers, students are coming by our booth this week. People are loving the device, and we're That's just great. happy to be here and able to show it. Yeah, so now will you be able to upgrade to Lollipop in the future? Is that something where you'll be able to do over-the-air updates and that kind of thing? We are going to have over-the-air updates for updating the unit. Okay. Um, we're not going to upgrade the, 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 the operating system. system of Android now. Right. Uh, that is something that Let we're looking at. Let it kind of bake a little. At, and, you know, exactly. Yep. But but um, as far as updates... Keep the, on a conservative path. Absolutely. And yep. the, the updates are going to be pushed right to your device. So you'll see a notification telling you that there's an update. Excellent. Be connected to Wi-Fi. Click on the install update button and it just installs for you. All right. Well, now, I can't get out of here without asking you one other question. And that is about the stream. Absolutely. So what's going on? Any new thing coming up for the stream? Right now, we do not have a current release for the stream. However, uh, we are going to be releasing the stream updates continuously. As they come out, come out, yep. Um, we, we the stream is still alive and well. Good. We're still going to be doing updates to that, and yep. um, it's a device that everybody comes by. They say, "I love my Victor Reader stream." Absolutely, so, and the Wi-Fi is awesome. Wi-Fi is awesome. Downloading yep. NLS content, yep. internet radio, podcasts, yep. fantastic stuff. Absolutely. Well, Mike, this is fantastic. Let me this also is quickly a... say as well, Jeff, sure. that on the new tablet, on the Braille Note Touch, oh yeah, we also have a Victor Reader stream app that we've oh, developed. Wow. 
Wow, that's so great. So you can actually pop your uh, SD card out of your stream, put it directly into your Braille Note Touch, and all of your bookshelf content that is on we'll that play. SD card will come right into so your... So do you get radio station access and all that too? Not right now, no. Not okay. not, not the Wi-Fi side. Okay. Um, but we do have all of the... the, the but your bookshelf data will come across. Your bookshelf data will your be right there. Your books and podcasts and Absolutely. all that stuff. Absolutely, yes, sir. Wow, that's really great, Mike. So, May, huh? Looking so, to start shipping in May, yes, sir. Okay, so how can people order this puppy? How do they get a hold of you guys? You can contact your local dealer, or you can give us a call at 800-722-3393, or send us an email to info at humanware.com. Excellent, Mike. You did a great job, and uh, it's really a great device. You're stealing the show with it, man. Thank you, Jeff. It's always a pleasure to talk to you on ACB Radio. Yep. It's our pleasure. Thank you Thanks, so much. Thanks, man. Good job. Thank you, Jeff. Yep. Now, Jeff takes us to Envision America. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Bishop here at CSUN 2016, and I'm here at the Envision America booth talking to David. Hello, David. Yes. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Yeah. So, you guys got a, a brand new Galaxy product to we show do. off. We and do uh, indeed. My, our friend here on, uh, on the main menu team, Debbie Hazelton, bought one of these already. Right. And she just got hers, I think, yesterday. Right. So she is in heaven. Yes. She's in. She's already in the galaxy. Well, that, yeah. the, the, <laughs> yes. You know, and the product is pretty much out of this galaxy because it's it's really the best barcode scanner that we've made. That's so, awesome. As you might know, uh, you know, we've had these ID mates uh, out since um, Long 1996. Time. Since yeah. It's been 20 years. 20 years. Since we've yeah. been making. This is the sixth generation. And we've uh, we've really really gotten kind of back to the basics with this with this barcode scanner. It is the absolute best scanner and most aggressive scanner. Uh, it's got a nice wide scan window mm-hmm. that allows you to move over a product, and as soon as you go over that barcode, it beeps and it's ready to to scan that. Or to give you the information for that product. So for people that don't have one of these and who are kind of used to iPhones and they're doing barcode scanning with those, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of tedious and difficult, yeah. you know, you guys use a laser, right, to do yes. scanning? Right? It's an um, what's called an omnidirectional laser scanner. Right. So it has three lines horizontal, yep. three lines vertical, and then three lines at each the, of the 45 degrees. Uh-huh. So you're really getting a full scan throughout the entire scan window. Uh, so if it goes over a barcode, you're going you're to get it immediately. And you yeah. don't have to dwell on it. You don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, what side of the box am I on? All that right. nonsense. You have to move the product, or move it around. Move it around, product, sure. Once you get that hit, it's going to fire off yeah. immediately and you're going to be ready to go. Really fast. Yes. Yeah. So I, I have an example here if you'd like to hear the sure. the voice and everything. So I'm going to scan this um, this tub and shower cleaner here. And I'll... Product that works. Tub and shower cleaner. Flip top. Okay. Oh, that's fast. Yeah. yeah. So now um, I'm going to go ahead and hit the down arrow here. Product description. 16 ounces. Okay, and then we hit the down arrow. Package information. Fast and easy. Rust stains. Soap scum. Hard water buildup. Okay. So really from, from start to finish, there's a lot of products that have really broad information. Absolutely. And a lot of your listeners know about ID maintenance. It's been out for, long for, time. for a long time. But what's nice about this is also the ergonomic design. So we've got a great scanner. It comes out the side now. 
uh, which with this nice big scan window really makes it a nice ergonomic feel. The, 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 the buttons are right underneath the thumb and left or right handed works really well. That's great. Um, it's got a larger battery than the Quest. We had a lot of people requesting, hey, uh, this, you know, I need more battery life. That's another nice added feature is just a bigger battery, twice the battery that we had. In the, in so the, how are updates delivered to the device? Via Wi-Fi. So it has a Wi-Fi connectivity. Oh, that's great. So you connect to your Wi-Fi and then both updates for barcode database and software updates, which we do kind of on a regular basis right. too. And you're doing lifetime updates on this. Lifetime. Now, right? You buy one of the products, you get all your databases. That's fantastic. Forever. Who does that? We do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, nobody does that. I mean, except you guys. That's great. Right. No, that's really, really neat. That's uh, fantastic. Uh, another, another nice thing is we're using a mini USB plug for uh, for charging. Okay. So How long uh, does it take? Uh, it takes about two and a half, three hours to, Not bad. to go from zero all the way up to 100%. Yeah. But you don't need to do, you know, if you need a quick thing, then you can plug it in for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. and That's right. Yep. And because of the battery life, you know, we, we use it here at shows like this, uh, you know, for eight hours. Hours, and you know it takes us down to maybe 60%. Oh, nice! So you've got a lot of battery life, nice. and uh, it's a really, really, really comfortable feeling product. That's great. Now it doesn't have Skype anymore, right? It doesn't have Skype. We kind of went again back to basics. We're yep. only doing the camera's gone. We're only doing great barcode scanning. That's good though, because uh -huh. you, that's what you guys have been really good at. You know, a lot of folks, just focus on the focus on the core. Right, right. A lot of folks, you know, maybe use currency identification in the past. But there's a lot of other alternatives for currency, so we focus on really, really scanning good, quick barcodes and giving product information. That's awesome. Well, David, uh, how much is it? Okay, it's priced at twelve ninety nine, twelve hundred ninety nine dollars. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can, can, can you turn in your old product and get a discount? Yes, you can. If you have a Quest, you can uh, trade that Quest in for eight hundred and sixty dollars. So you get about four, a little more than four hundred dollars off. Right. Uh huh. And trade in your Quest, and you can get a new Galaxy, and you're off. Oh, that's great. What What is the best way for people to get in touch with you guys? Probably best way is to contact us on our eight hundred number. So it's 800-890-1180. Uh, that's great. Thank you, David, very very much, and I think it's going to be a big hit. Yeah, we're excited about it. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Jeff is now making his way across the busy exhibit hall floor to the AI Squared booth. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Bishop here at ACB Radio on the main menu team, and I'm here with Mark from AI Squared. Hello, Mark. Hi, Jeff. How's it going? Good. Looks like you, uh, you're definitely stressing your voice here at the show, huh? Well, it's just a reflection of how action-packed it's been here on the exhibit floor. There's been a great turnout here at CSUN. Had opportunity to meet and talk with a lot of folks and as you can tell yep lost my voice yeah but i'll make it a few more hours until we wrap up this afternoon there you go well so it's been a great year for ai squared lots of great innovation lots of great products being released and we thought we'd stop by and find out what's going on yeah well thanks for the opportunity to talk with you jeff so um i think one of the biggest topics um that i'd like to discuss with you and, and your listening audience is zoom text fusion um, this is a product that we released about three months ago um, it's something that people have been coming to me to talk about quite a bit here this week at CSUN. It seems like it's been out longer than that. 
I believe December. <laughs> you know? December. Yeah. No, it, it just seems like it's been out longer, right? It's yes. like it, there's just so, been, so much talk about it. Absolutely, a lot yeah. of hype around it, and we're really excited now to be able to get it in people's hands. Yeah. And hopefully provide a great solution for a lot of folks who need it. So this is this is the hybrid of Zoom Text and Window Eyes, right? That's what this is. Well, Zoom Text Fusion is something that we think is a solution to a very big problem that's out there. And what we found is a lot of people with progressive vision loss, they would start out using Zoom Text, and over time they'd be able they run into issues using it because of their their vision challenges. Right. And then at some point, usually they would either have to stop using Zoom Text and try to start using a screen reader, or that transition wouldn't happen and it wouldn't be successful and they'd end up not using their computer at all. And that's something that we really wanted to help with. We didn't want people to have to stop using their computer just because they've lost their vision. So Zoom Text Fusion is designed to help provide a smooth transition from using a computer with low vision to no vision by providing um, a flexible tool that provides guidance and support and more keyboard-based strategies to using your computer. And that's really yeah, the, lots the goal of tutorials of now, lots of videos, all kinds of great stuff in the product. Yeah, we know that technology is amazing, but if you don't have the, the appropriate training support, oftentimes you won't be successful. So we, we definitely Absolutely. put a lot of thought and effort into the resources and the training uh, materials that are available for Fusion. And you guys have been very aggressive on the pricing for Fusion. Yes, we, we know that cost is still a barrier in many cases for assistive technology, so we wanted to do whatever we, we could within our constraints to, to try to provide affordable upgrade paths. Um, and for folks that don't have never used ZoomText before or WindowWise, um, we, we still have a, a great introductory price to, to try to make it more affordable to more people. So anyone that has ever invested in WindowWise in the past, they'd be able to acquire ZoomText Fusion for under 100 bucks. And I'm, I'm just so pleased. I think about four or five people I've met here at CSUN will be in a position to take, a, 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 take advantage of that great offer. Well, you know, there's one really good reason for that, and, and, and that is that you have the, the ZoomText features to be able to, you know, if you're demoing, demoing things with, with WindowWise, then you really have the ability of really magnifying the screen and... and especially if you're in the AT space and you're teaching. Yeah, and I think you articulated one of the interesting benefits of ZoomText Fusion in a, in a learning environment. I'm thinking of a, a school for the blind that's, there's a teacher in the front of the room that's trying to teach someone who has low vision as well as someone that has no vision Absolutely. how to navigate the web using keyboard-based strategies. And yep. now they could have Fusion on both of those systems and both of those students could be performing the same task with the same keystrokes and learning the same concept at the same time, as opposed to have the teacher having to try to teach two different products to two different students at the same time, which obviously would be a much bigger challenge. Exactly. Now, now you haven't forgotten about WindowWise uh, customers either, right? Of course not. Right. Of so not. And so there's upgrades for that too. What's going on there? Well, I believe um, the, the most recent update to WindowWise is version 9.4. That's correct, um, right? We know that one of the, the biggest and most important aspects of screen reading is stability and responsiveness. Yep. Because if your screener is not stable, then it's going to be a big productivity killer whether you're at work, at home, or, or in the schools. So the latest update was all about just providing a more stable and responsive experience. We're not trying to add a bunch of frills or whistles at this stage, but really just try to provide a nice, stable experience for all of our customers. Right. And there's even some uh, changes for Windows 10 that, that Microsoft will be releasing a little bit later for stability as well. So you're, you're kind of ahead of the curve. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a team effort. Um, the AT manufacturers have to work closely with Microsoft and, and try to provide um, a stable experience. And it, it's a tough job, but we're, we're really excited to be a part of it and, and trying to work towards that, that goal of providing a great experience in Windows 10. That's great. Any other uh, new stuff going on? Well, just as a quick note, in, in WindowWise, 
Um, a lot of people might not know that we now have optical character recognition built right into the, yeah. the product. So for folks that have had the trouble of dealing with image-based PDFs, it's still something that a lot of people have to deal with, especially at work. Now you can use WindowWise to try to make those image-based PDFs accessible so you can get access to that information. Yeah, Aaron worked his magic to make that happen, huh? Aaron Smith is, did a lot of hard work um, yeah, on the he sure did. app and OCR, and we're really, really happy to get that, that technology into people's hands. Yeah, it's really fantastic stuff. Well, how can people get in touch with you guys? Um, you can always go to our website, AISquared.com. Um, I believe our, our phone number, 802-362-3612. And you can follow us on Twitter at AISquared. All right, great. And people can still call the old uh, GW Micro number, right, if they if they have that one memorized and if all that? If they have that memorized, I believe that still works, but um, the 802-362-3612 is always a good number to reach us at. Yeah, so that's kind of where you want people to start focusing. Yeah, good. All right, Mark. Well, thank you very, very much, and uh, hope your voice lasts throughout the show here. <laughs> Thanks so much, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jeff heads over to the National Braille Press booth, but before he can speak with Brian, an assistant gives a brief description of the new B2G. So it has the 8th Braille keyboard. Between dots 1 and 4 is a cursor button. Yeah, I see that. It to go up, down, left, right, and it also works as a clicker. It has a space bar below it where your thumbs would fit comfortably. Yep, now, routing buttons. Now this keyboard has been developed especially for National Braille Press. Um, it's a bit different. The keys fit more comfortably to different people's hands. Yep. Um, and below that is a 20-cell 8th Braille display from Nantic, Germany. It has the cursor buttons on top. And on the left and right, it has navigation buttons. On the right side, we have our power switch, our volume control. On the front, we have two external speakers and a microphone. On the left side, we have an audio port for your handset or speakers. Um, We also have a visual port that allows you to connect to any screen uh, through an RCA cable. And it also has a USB port to allow you to connect to any USB device. For example, a keyboard, a mouse, or a USB uh, thumb drive. On the back side, we have an external SD card slot that allows you to add up to 32 gigs of external memory on Mm -hmm. top of the 8 gigs. And there's a wider slot here, too. That is the SD card slot. Okay, and then then the one on the... The smaller slot is the micro USB. Micro USB, yeah. Um, Oh, so you're taking the larger SD cards. Yes. Oh, okay. And on the bottom, we actually find a 5 megapixel camera that can be used with any application that you can download from the Google Play Okay. So Skype, Facebook, optical character recognition applications will all function with this. Great. So a little bit more about the internal is that not only can you connect it to USB or through audio and visual, but you can also connect it to Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Yep. How many many, uh, devices can you connect to? Um, I don't know um, about that. That would be a Brian question. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I said it earlier. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Bishop on the ACB Radio Main Menu team, and I'm here with Brian from National Braille Press. Hi, Brian. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing really well. So, lots of Braille news here at the show this year. It sure is. It's great. It's great to see so much excitement about Braille at... At this great convention, yeah, and, and you and you guys are doing it too. So yeah, um, so what's up with the new Braille display? Well, this is our launch. We launched it actually just before CSUN publicly, but this is the first debut of it, you know, for people to see. And it's been a long time coming. We've been working on it for many years, raising the funds to do it, and we, we're really pleased to get it out. It's uh, getting a lot of great attention, as you can see here. 
Um, it's a 20-cell Braille display. It's Android-driven. Yep. It, it, I think what I describe it as more of a Braille laptop or Braille computer because it gives you that freedom to download apps that you want and tailor it the way you want. And, okay. And uh, So it's pretty open then. You can put your own apps that you want and all yeah. that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It, what version of Android is it running? It's running still in the Jelly Bean series, but the reason is our accessibility layer on top of it is no issue. And if, when we have an uh, accessibility issue in a new version, we will account for that. We have, we've run through everything and we feel really good about it right now. Good. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I always try and tell people about Android is this, um, and Apple Apple does it too, that everyone wants, oh, the latest iPhone, the latest this, the latest that, the latest that. If, if it's a screen element that shows color or changes, who cares? I just want it to be good for blind people accessibility. So right. we're not going to chase everything that happens. No. But, but at the same time, uh, we, we're conscious of that. and. And the other thing we tell people is, okay, now you can go where you want, but you're going to go to the wild, wild west. Yep. You're going to be able to hit websites that aren't accessible. And you're yep. gonna, Apps that are not accessible. Yeah, so you just Everything. have to be conscious of that. But yep. So our, our website has uh, a resource page that we just launched. It'll have apps that we think are good to recommend that we're not going to just load on it to bloatware everywhere. No, no. But at the same time, we have recommended ones, and we're going to have a forum where people that own the device can say, hey, I just discovered this, or how do you do that, and have a very active community we're going to build as well. So we're yeah. excited about that. So it's got speech, it's got SD card slot, right? But yeah, USB as well. USB, yeah. It has a camera on the bottom for all kinds of apps that are free as well. Sure, for like Skype and video and chat Yeah, but and I mean that. like TapTapC or... Sure, you know, of course. Barcode right. scanning, currency, all that kind yeah. of stuff too. Yeah. And, yep. and also, it, uh, it has an optional phone card, that's how I'm describing it. It has, a, uh, on the bottom panel, a, a Sierra Wireless phone card that can do GSM or CDMA networks. Oh, nice. And so we're, Verizon's our national partner in the innovation program there, so we're testing the final phone part right now for them. But it also has the capability of working with AT&T or Sprint or others by, by putting a SIM card into it that way, too. So, cool. Yeah, so it has a lot of flexibility as an option. It's not, uh, right now we're selling it without the phone because we're not ready for that yet. For, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And uh, how much is it? $2,495, which we feel is a very competitive no, price. No, that's, for yeah, what, that's good. What you're getting for value. Yeah. I mean, well, I'd love it to be $500, $600 if I could. Oh, no, but... You know, I mean, that, that's that's a reasonable price. I mean, that's. I think it's a great price. Yeah. Considering what you get. For what it is, exactly. The flexibility you have. So. A absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, if, if that's that's a decent price. Um, so, what's the battery life on it? We we built our own battery. It's a 5,400 milliamp hour battery, so it's pretty beefy. And so our engineers just gave us a test support. They ran 14 hours of continuous music, and then they and it, and it until it ends. They ran uh, draining apps that would do Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, all the simultaneous, you know, drain battery consumers, and it lasted nine hours before it crashed. So we think for the average user, day, two days, depending on what they do, that it'll last a pretty long time. Well, that's a long time. Yeah, I think it's pretty... As I said, most of the weight, it's still pretty light at 20.3 ounces, but... Um, most of the weight is the battery because we put a pretty big battery in there. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, how can people uh, contact you guys to find out more? So we are not using resellers for this. We're doing it like the old Dell model. We're buying it. We're trying to not mark it up 30 or 40%. We're, our margins are low because we believe in providing products at the lowest price possible for blind consumers. So we have, uh, you can buy it on the web directly. Um, you can call our customer service, which you do to buy books and everything else about great products and, and order it that way. 
and there is a PayPal option to do payment plans if people wanted to do it that way. To, oh, great. Yeah, so... It, like bill me later type stuff. Yeah, so they, they can do a, a six-month payment plan with no interest at all, or you can do a longer payment plan that they do... That's between PayPal and the consumer. Right. But then you pay... Based on your credit and all that. And you pay an interest on that one. Yeah. But it's yeah. nice to be able to have that option, so... No, that's great. And uh, what's the phone number where people can get in touch? Um, if you go to area... Well, the 800... Oh, my God. You got me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I don't ever dial it, so I don't know. It's, it's yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the the six one seven number. I don't have the eight hundred number in my. That's brain. fine. Six one seven four two five. 2520 is our customer service this number. Interesting. Or yeah. nbp.org slash B2G will also get to the uh, webpage end of it. Can you give that website one more time? Yeah, nbp.org slash B number two G, which is how we pronounce it. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Brian, thank Jeff. you very, very much. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the product. Well, Sounds thanks great. So much. Thanks for all your work. Yeah, appreciate thank you. It. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good day. And you too. Before we head off to the next exhibitor booth, I thought it might be nice to take a little breather from all the racing around, and we are going to hear from Janine Stanley as she gives us two tips, one about using TapTapC and the next about Uber. Hi everyone, this is Janine Stanley showing you a quick tip with TapTapC. This is how to recognize pictures in your camera roll. On your iOS device, you can have TapTapC actually do some recognition on pictures in your camera roll. Let's see how this works. TapTapC. And we're going to go into the tap, app. TapTapC. Repeat. Button. And we're going to go to Say library. Library. Button. Moments. Heading. Now, this puts you into moments. Heading. Your camera roll. And I'm just going to pick up picture here. Cancel. Button. Home. Like photo. Portrait. March 1st, 12.17. Like photo. Portrait. March 1st, 12.17 p.m. Image. Oh. Okay. I'm going to double tap on that picture. Repeat. Button. And we'll wait for the recognition. Say the last picture again. Okay. Picture one is a brown sheet of paper on a white desk. A uh, brown sheet of paper on a white desk. Now, previously when I tried this little experiment, it actually recognized this as a newspaper clipping, and that's exactly what it is. Um, that's enough of a reminder that I will know what that picture is about, which is fantastic. Uh, it happens to be a clipping of my husband's parents' wedding announcement that we found, and we were taking a photo of to put on Ancestry.com. So let's try a picture with people in it. Let's Cam see. Picture one is a brown sheet of camera. About. Library. Button. Moment. Let's see if I can find one here. That's like photo, portrait, March fifteenth, ten o two a.m. Image. Okay, here's one with people in it or a person in it. Repeat. Button. Say the last picture again. Picture two is women's gray sweatshirt taking selfie. <laughs> yes, I am taking a selfie, and that is me in a gray sweatshirt. I just voted, and I have my I voted sticker, and uh, that's my in our primary here, and so that's my uh, I voted picture. So you can kind of get an idea of what your camera roll is. Now, some people say that these descriptions actually do end up in their camera roll. I have not seen that in my camera roll, so they may be there, they may not be, I'm not sure, and right now there's no way for us to label our photos, but at least we can recognize them and remember, you know, the number of them in the camera roll, the date and time, etc., and then write down what that picture is so you'll actually know what it is later. <laughs> 
tip if you happen to use Uber, and sorry, I know some people pronounce it Uber. I am pronouncing it Uber because that's how the screen reader says it. So I'm um, going to give you a quick tip about using Uber, though, a new feature that they have added to the app. You know that when you take Uber, you can rate your driver. Did you know that your drivers can rate you? And now you can find out independently without having to request it from Uber what your rating is. Now this is based on an average and let me show you how to do this within the app. So we have Uber here. Let's open it Not up. Opening. Uber. Selected. Uber X button. Okay, and there's Double our main screen where we would book our trip. I'm gonna go to the upper left corner to the pick up account menu button. Okay, that's the button we want, the account menu. We'll double tap on that. Account menu, current profile, personal, button. And we're gonna go down to the help button. Close, payment, history, help, free ride, help, button. How can we help, close, button. And from here, we're going to go to the account button. How can we help, last trip, three slash zero dollar, accurate ambient, canceled, report an issue, report an issue, trips, account, 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 back button. Account. Pet. Update my account information. Reset my password. Confirm my mobile number. My account is suspended. My email or phone number is in use. I'm not receiving emails from Uber. I can't change my email or... I think my account is compromised. I'd like to know my rating. Aha! I'd like to know my rating. Let's double tap on that. I'd like to know... Tell us more. Back button. I'd like to know my rating. After each trip, riders and drivers are given the opportunity to rate one another based on their trip experience. The rating system works to make sure that the most respectful riders and drivers are using Uber. Ratings are always reported as averages, and neither riders nor drivers will see the individual rating left for a particular trip. You may learn your average rating by tapping Submit below. Submit button. Okay, and that's all there is to the screen, so let's go ahead and double tap. Submit. Thank you. Okay, we'll go up to the top. Thank you. Your average trip rating is 4.94 stars. Oh, 4.94. All right. And that is out of a possible five. And I don't think you can actually ever get an actual five. But hey, I'll take 4.94. That's pretty cool. And you can actually figure it out if you're into such things by checking this after every trip. So you can figure out what the uh, last driver gave you. Now, you're not going to, of course, see comments or anything like that. But you do get to see the rating, which is pretty, pretty fun. Okay. And we'll double okay. tap on OK. How can we help? Close. And we'll just close, close out button. the screen. Close. Selected. Uber X. And we're back to our main screen Double tap for to more info. Uber. This has been Janine Stanley for Main Menu. Next, Jeff heads over to Hims. Hi everybody, this is Jeff Bishop from ACB Radio's Main Menu Technology Program. Here at CISA 2016, and wow, we've been getting around talking to lots of great people, and we wanted to stop by and find out what's new with HIMS. So, David, what's new? There's an awful lot happening with HIMS. Uh, most of what we have new here is on the low vision side. We introduced a product at ATIA called the GoVision. The GoVision uh, has a 24 inch screen and has a camera that's on an arm uh, that can do near and distance viewing, uh, like a lot of other video magnifiers that are out there. But what sets the GoVision apart, it will do OCR, but what sets it apart is that there are a couple things. It has a USB drive, so you can plug in a USB port, so you can plug in a USB drive and load files or photos directly from a USB thumb drive oh, that's onto neat. the video magnifier. Mm -hmm. We take it a step further. If you're loading something like photos, we can show your photos in a slideshow, 
so that if you went to some crazy parties that you're at at CSUN and you have a bunch of photos from your crazy parties at CSUN that you want to show people back home. Yeah, or your election, maybe. Slideshow. Yes, we're going to be doing election PowerPoints that show various stages of Dave's presidential campaign. All right, well, that's good. Yeah, You can use the HIMSS product to do that, right? That's right. That's Absolutely. Right. <laughs> that's because, because I am running on the HIMSS-tastic party. Okay, good. Uh, it's our third-party candidacy. <laughs> so, we, uh, so we do have the GoVision. It can also... Uh, you can hook up your phone, your iPhone, your your Android tablet, your Surface to the GoVision and look at the screen. Oh, interesting. Now, what's cool about that is that means how is it doing to, that? Is we're you, we're using just a, we're using a we're we're hardwiring it. Okay. And we're going through the HDMI port, and we give you all the cables and gizmotrons. Okay. So you connect it to the lightning connector, and you're just connecting it into the GoVision. It just takes that as its source. Okay. And what's cool about that, if you think about it, say that say those crazy parties that you're at at CSUN, someone shot a couple of YouTube videos. Well, yeah, you can blow it up on the big screen. Exactly. Yeah. You can show people exactly where you were or where you weren't uh, as the evening progressed. Yeah. So you can show, you know, whatever's on your phone, whether it's a YouTube yeah. video, you could look at a text message. It just makes your, it puts your phone onto a 24-inch screen. Yeah, it would make it huge. It'll right? make it as big as you want it to be. Right. Absolutely. Also on the low vision side, we're really pleased to announce a partnership with Reinecker. Oh, interesting. I haven't heard about this. Reinecker, you know, as, as many of you may know, is one of the top video magnifier uh, manufacturers on Earth. And we have partnered with them to sell a couple of products, the, the, the Mezo and the Veo. Uh, the Veo is a traditional desktop-type magnifier, uh, sort of along the lines of a CCTV. And the Mezo has a camera... Uh, you know, on an arm, so that, so that it looks, it would look in appearance a little bit more like something like the GoVision. So we're really proud of our partnership with Reinecker. We're glad that, that uh, we were able to work that out and we're able to work with them. That's great. Wow. We, we do also have our Candy 4 and Candy 5 handheld video magnifiers mm-hmm. uh, that are HD, that are HD, and that have a unique feature in that they have self-viewing modes. So you can press a button and use them for putting on makeup or. Maybe after sure. some of those parties, you know, getting someone else's makeup off, uh, or whatever you're going to be using. Yeah, it for. that's great. <laughs> so, so anything new on the on the blindness side? On the blindness side, we have a number of things that we're working on. We have some beta, current betas that are happening with the Blaze EZ and the ET. We have a firmware release coming later this year with the U2. Uh, I'd like to reiterate again that we do have the Smart Beetle. Yep, uh, that's that thing's awesome. We have a new low price on the BrailleSense U2 Mini, which is now three thousand four hundred ninety-five bucks. So we dropped the price five hundred bucks. We also dropped the price on our Braille Edge Forty to two thousand seven hundred ninety-five bucks. I'd also like to let people know that we have a really cool curriculum that we developed with the California School for the Blind that not that takes learning the BrailleSense down into little bite-sized chapters sure. uh, that's, uh, that are a lot easier to digest sometimes than the manual, you can send me an email at dave at hymns-inc.com and I will send you a link to the California School for the Blind curriculum. Okay. You can also check out a number of BrailleSense and other product videos on our YouTube channel uh, that we've just updated oh, a few weeks ago. Okay. So we've got a lot more tutorials and a lot more help that are out there. And for teachers, if, if teachers are listening out there, we are approved through ACVREP so that I can come to your town and do a three- or six-hour workshop, and you'll get continuing education units through ACVREP. Oh, that's great. Up. All right. So if people wanted to purchase your products, how would they go about doing that? You can contact us on the web at www.hims-inc.com. 
you can give us a call at 888-520-4467. You can send us an email at info at hymns-inc.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. If you want to contact me directly, my email is dave, D-A-V-E, at hymns-inc.com. Excellent. Thank you very, very much, Dave. And now we get to find out what's new at Baum. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Bishop again here from ACB Radio's Main Menu Technology Program here at CSUN 2016. And I always like to uh, stop by and talk about this product because I consider it the, the Apple look-alike product of the show. And that, of course, is the Vario Ultra. And with me is David. Hello, David. Hi there. Good morning. How are you? Good. So, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've interviewed you before, in fact, pretty extensively. And so I wanted to stop by and find out what is new with the Vario. Well, since, uh, since last year, um, we came out with a, uh, a version 1.32 um, update last summer, um, which uh, the bulk of our customers now have installed. Um, and uh, presently, we're at work actually on a um, on the next release, 1.33. So some of the things that we're currently working on, and I can't say whether all of these things will make it into 1.33 or perhaps into a version 1.34 that will follow soon after. Okay. But is full support for UEB. Oh, that's great. Okay. So we're we're actually uh, I say we, but our engineers, our developers are working with um, with the nice folks at Duxbury. Okay. Who of course have. Um, the uh, Braille tables for UEB, and more importantly, have the ability to support translation. Mm-hmm. So right now on the Vario Ultra, if you have a file, a Braille file, in a BRL or a BRF format that's written in UEB, you could open those files and read the UEB just fine, and indeed type in UEB just fine. What we're working on, the piece that's missing, is when you are in a text-based document, like um, RTF, for example and you're editing that document, you would not be able to type in UEB currently. So that's one of the things that we're, we're waiting on. And, um, you know, they've not given us any timing. I mean, I guess if I want to just kind of give a very 30,000-foot view of when it might be, I would hope it would be certainly by the summer conventions. Sure. Um, but obviously sooner would be preferred. Yeah. Uh, the other things that they're working on um, for the upcoming releases is... Uh, with regards to improvements with Bluetooth connectivity. Oh, okay. Um, so if you know it's what you're doing... It's already pretty good. Yeah, so if you know what you're doing, you know, the, just real quick, just to kind of finish up on the Bluetooth, it's not a difficult thing to do. However, it is one of the more frequently asked questions that we get from customers, kind of, you know, how do I pair up with my device? Right. So uh, which we're, we're working on some ways that we believe will make that easier. Good. All right. Very good, Dave. So kind of going back a little bit, uh, if people aren't familiar with the Vario, can you kind of describe it a little bit for, for us? I, I'd be happy to. Okay. Uh, so in your in your introduction, you were you were kind of describing as this kind of like Apple lookalike it is. thing. It uh, is. Really brushed and, aluminum. And, yes. Yeah. And uh, so so and this is certainly no accident. You know, Baum certainly kind of consider themselves you know leaders when it comes to uh, you know design of products that are both aesthetically really kind of pleasing both to look at but also to touch and feel. Yep. Um, so using brushed aluminum, though, served two purposes. Certainly it looks nice, but that wasn't the only reason they used it. It's also because the, the aluminum is also very light. Yep. So the Vario Ultra is a Braille note taker and Braille display. Yep. And it's offered in two sizes. The 20-cell model weighs in at a lightweight half pound. The 40-cell is only a pound. 
And uh, if you do the um, if you do some checking as we have done, we haven't found any other 32 cell or 40 cell braille device in the world that's lighter than Vario Ultra 40. No, that's crazy light. It really is right? light. I mean, that's, a pound that's... for four. Yeah. You know, for... When you consider that many note takers can can weigh up to two pounds. Yeah. This or is more. quite significant. Right. Yeah. Um, so the braille quality is is um, is something that we hear lots of good things about from people. Yep. They really like how uh, the braille feels on a bound display. When you're in note-taker mode, you, do, you have access to um, a variety of apps that allow you to work independently. You don't have to be connected to other devices. You can work with documents that you've created. You can create your own documents. Yep. You can read Braille books. You can work with PDF files, Excel files, PowerPoint files. Yeah. There's even a scientific calculator in there. Yeah, I remember that. Now, when you switch to Braille display mode, that's where VAR Ultra, of course, is, is quite special. Uh, it's, it was the world's first device to support multiple device connectivity. And what that means for the user is that if you own, for example, a smartphone, right. a computer, iPad, and a tablet, the, yeah. you can or your Mac connect or whatever. Or Mac, exactly. You can connect via Bluetooth to four devices and via USB to one device. So up to five. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't actually know many customers that have five or even more devices. No, that's more than uh, enough. Yes, I actually have three, but it's yep. still pretty good when you can be connected. I have a MacBook uh, Pro, I have an iPad, and I have an iPhone. Yep. And I'm connected via I would do the same three. thing, exactly. Right. Uh, interestingly, this morning, we've, we've long said you know, that, that uh, VAR Ultra is also compatible with um, Linux, and uh, in fact, we had um, one of our customers who let us know, hey, I, I'm actually using Vario Ultra with Linux. So they came by this morning and uh, first of all proved that it worked and then actually helped me to get it working under a Linux virtual oh, machine that's on my awesome. machine. Oh, so that's, that was really neat. That's great. Again, not many customers are using Linux, to be fair. This is the only no. one that I know. Yeah, but, but it's comforting to know that, you can do that. that it does do you know, what we've said it would do. Yeah, that's great. So our next step, of course, is going to be documenting and working with that customer actually to document the instructions. So to the extent that anyone else is interested in using it with Linux, we'll, we'll let you know how. Absolutely, that's yeah. great. Oh, so, great. Uh, other than that, you know, the our our contact information remains the same. Our web great. address, so, it, where people can go and find additional information. Yeah. So, where do they go? It's www.baumusa.com. That's B-A-U-M-U-S-A.com. Our toll-free phone number, which is good within the United States, is eight five five six two zero seven nine eight five. Okay. And what is the price? The 20 cell model is $2,395. The 40 cell is 3995 And the pricing on that is amazing, really, when you consider what it is, you know? Uh, and certainly as you compare it to, to other Braille note takers. No, that's, uh, that's pretty exciting, you know. Uh, the, the barrier to entry for, for school kids, for example, for Braille technology has been really high. Yes, it's exciting times for sure. It's absolutely exciting, yeah. Well, David, thank you very, very much for your time. You're I really do appreciate it's it. It's always my pleasure. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very you. much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. And last but not least, we find out what's going on at American Printing House for the Blind. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Bishop from ACB Radio's Main Menu Technology Program here at CSUN 2016. And now I'm at the American Printing House for the Blind booth speaking to Alan. And Hi, Alan. Hi, there. And, uh, you know, this seems to be the uh, year of the Braille display, I think. And uh, I actually got to see this display when I was out in Boston at Perkins. And so I wanted to come by the APH booth and 
since you guys are sort of just showing it now and, and talking about it openly, um, and have you guys talk to us about it. So, so can you tell us about the new Braille display? Happy to. Well, it's a 20-cell display that we're really displaying, uh, sort of debuting at this conference. It's not available yet. It's still in a prototype form. Yep. Uh, it's a 20-cell display that the idea behind it is to be a reader, a low-cost reader that we want to make available to folks who previously wouldn't have been able to afford a device like this. Yeah. Um, so, so far, uh, it's gotten a lot of great feedback. The Braille is amazing nice on this thing. Sharp. Yeah. Uh, its primary use is um, to be a reader. It's a book It's a book reader, right? Right, right. Where so. you can load files directly onto an SD card. Right. Um, it doesn't have a translator. But uh, the files will display in whichever format they are. Right. In. So right. you do the you get the work into the BRF file, you load it, and it shows it. Correct. Right. Correct. Okay. Um, but also, it can connect to your smart device, your phone, it computer. It can. Yeah. And you can control your device, but also that device is going to provide the translation. Um, so you know, if you're using an iPhone, iPhones now have UEB, and that's how right. it displays. Yeah, I think it's kind of kind of similar to the refresher Braille, then, really. In that in that nature, it is. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, it, it's really small. I'm holding it in my uh, left hand here. And less it's than a pound. Less than a pound, yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it seems to be built pretty well. It's plastic. It it's, is plastic. Yeah, it's got um, uh, six keys with, uh, uh, of course, eight dot entry as well with the keys on the, you know, by the space bar, right? That's correct. Dot yep. seven and eight on the left and right of the space bar. Yep, uh-huh. We left the um, routing keys out, keep costs down, and also because its primary use will be to reader, so you it's have a book your reader. branding right. keys on your left and right of the 20 cell display. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you guys are kind of working with uh, Orbit Research on this, is that right? Is That's that... correct. They're, the, 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 the developers, unfortunately, are not at the table at this moment, but they're, no, that's okay. they're transforming Braille Consortium, uh, which right. consists of about 11 groups around mm-hmm. the world, have so, invested in the development of this. Right, so Perkins is involved, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, R&IB, a bunch of them. R&IB, that's correct. Yeah, a bunch of them. Um, we're hoping that uh, National Library Service uh, also in the future will look at similar technology uh, to distribute to their uh, yes. consumers. Yes, how exciting is that? Um, that'd be wonderful. So I that. think that that's probably a couple years uh, still in the making, but that's the idea. So, so... I know right now it's a book reader. Um, are there plans to add any additional, you know, in firmware to functionality to it? To well, as a matter provide- of fact, this particular prototype, which I did uh, a field survey on a prototype a couple weeks ago, this one is different than what, than the one that I saw, uh, and they did add some note-taking capabilities. So there's uh, searching capabilities. Uh, quick notes and editing so it's a very simple nice. lightweight duty type uh, editor but uh, note taking capability is there so when do you think APH will start selling this we are hoping to have it out by the end of the year that's what we're being really told. by the end of 2016 no, I didn't hear that wow, that's, oh no well yeah. that's in, it's actually published in all of our brochures which we'll give you a good stack of them to hand out to wow that's great and how much uh, by the end of this year the price has not been determined yet. Uh, okay. The price most likely will be in the neighborhood of five to six hundred dollars. 
five or six hundred dollars, possibly wow. more. But that is a safe assumption at this point. Depends on how many uh, distributors are on board. Sure. Wow. Do you see this replacing the refresher braille? No, I don't think that the uh, idea is to replace anything. Um, it's APH's responsibility to get this usable technology in the hands of, of students who can desperately use it. Sure. Um, so it's it's breaking edge technology to be able to make a Braille cell and make a device like this that's so affordable. Well, it's obviously not using the older Braille cell technology. Right, then. right. No, they're at this point they're still being handmade yep. by the folks at Orbit. Yep. Um, but um, but that's the idea. It's our responsibility to get technology like this in the hands of people who really need it. It is not our intent to knock anybody out of business. Oh, no, no, yeah. but, but I meant just a refresher bell because it's it's sold yeah. by you as well. Right, right. So well, there'll be obvious reasons that people will want to pay the extra amount to get a refresher bell 18. It just depends on where you are with technology and what you want yeah. in a device like that. Yeah, but it's interesting because you have 20 cell on this and 18 mm-hmm. on the refresher bell. That's true. So that's true. Yeah, it makes for an interesting, compelling case for it consumers. Does. It does. So it's it's great to see that Braille's coming down in price and the innovation is happening in this space. I'm hugely excited about it. Oh, I'm so glad we are too. Yeah, it's we really, really exciting stuff. So, anything else? Uh, Exciting and new happening at uh, APH? Well, there's always stuff coming down the pike. Um, I think that, uh, well, I mean, here at the table, we have uh, talking scientific calculators and a graphing calculator, yep, yep. Uh, video magnifiers, and digital talking book players. Yeah, and there was even a, a refresh of the uh, refresher rail last year, right? Was that last year? Um, yes. Well, actually, since last year now, the refresher rail has been updated. Um, they updated the Bluetooth transmitter yep. uh, with real simple pairing uh, to your device. Can, can If you have a refresher reel now, can you send it in and get it upgraded to the new? No, I mean, there is a software update, but no, you can't actually retrofit an older, or not retrofit, but you can't update the physical display. Yeah, okay. Um, so you can't ha- send it in and have you guys put the new chip in it? Right. No, okay. that's not something we're offering at this point. Okay. Software is an update, but but the other components, not so much. Sure. Right, of course. Okay. Um, but they, they added... Uh, the, Micro USB cord, which makes it much easier to plug in. Yes, they thank goodness. Change some of the buttons in spacebar to a more ergonomic type style. So oh, your really? Thumbs, okay. Your thumb doesn't hit the edge of the cabinet um, so much with the, the the corners of the spacebar sort of being turned up. Um, the what was the joystick? The five position joystick yep. on the older model is now um, a round sort of toggle switch up, down, left, right, select five position. There. Okay, yep. Um, and so that's really it. That's really it. And I have it here if you'd like to put it in your hands. Oh, it's sure. It's, oh, yes. It's, it's very much very similar. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Makes me want to get into get, <laughs> Too bad I can't upgrade, huh? Yeah, well, right, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and after holding the new Orbit display, there's clear differences in the feel of the device. Yeah, they're smaller. And there I mean, the refresher rail is smaller. Somebody yeah. would choose one over the other. Absolutely, yeah. And, and it's, you know, it has a much sturdier design. Of course, the refresher rail. It's right. Me- it's metal. 
in its design. Correct. You know, so it's, it's, it's for, you know, Very more it's tried yeah. and true. It's a great device. Yeah. So is the, so is the connector still on the back here? It's on the underneath side, right? You have that recessed area. Yeah. <laughs> but with the switch from a mini B to a micro B, it's just much simpler to do. Uh, Boy, it's really tough getting is, it in there. It's, it's really tough getting my. It is. My, yeah. That was our biggest there you complaint. Go. But one thing that uh, it was difficult to get it in there. But previous models to that, where the connection was on the edge of the cabinet, we went from about a 10% breakage rate down to zero. Yeah. Not yep. had one come back with a broken. Yeah. No. No. Connection. I understand why you did it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I always, once I got the cord connected, I just left it connected. It made life much simpler. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, Alan, thank you very, very much. If, if people want to reach out and get a hold of you guys and find out more, how can they do it? Well, you can, of course, uh, call APH, 800-223-1839. Follow us on Facebook uh, or on Twitter. And the uh, Twitter is at APHFOR, The Blind. Okay, great. Okay. Thanks, Alan, Thanks. very, very much. You're welcome, and thank you. Yeah, thank you. Main Menu airs every Friday beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream. It repeats every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can listen using your PC or the ACB Link app on your iOS device. You can also call in by phone, 605-475-8130. To send us feedback, email mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can find us on Twitter at Main Menu. Thank you for listening. Thank you.